Initializing recap. I mean, you guys are going out into the fringe with just the three of you in the midst of the nobles amassing an army and building something suspicious that's going to burn down the whole forest. So, I mean, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit nervous. Don't worry, you'll get a ship if we die. That's a real cool way of looking at it, Cody. Thank you. Okay, are we ready to head into the unknown once again? Just the three of us against an army? Wouldn't want it any other way. You see two vehicles crest up and over the chasm, and they are these motorcycles that are flying that have this massive drill on the front of them. I'm going to 360 around towards the mesa that's coming up and take a shot at the top to try to cause an avalanche that will hopefully slide underneath it and will fuck up the guys behind us. Oh, it's a natural one. Damn. The back half begins to lift, but the front half hits it and the barge flips. One of the tiles of the cracked earth lift up and is actually a vaulted hatch. You see this person come out. You used a beacon as a means to trade with the topo. Then let's trade. We have a problem. If you help us with it, we might be able to help you. We think that they have somehow found us and implanted a watcher in the topo. As you walk in, there's tons of topo. There is one person who stands about six feet tall. They slowly look at you and you guys look at him and then they fucking run. Recap complete. Hello and welcome back to another episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have but two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Secondly, and more importantly, are you ready to roll? Hell yeah. I I still feel bamboozled from last week, so. (laughs) So good. I will say, full disclosure, I have a new dice. And Dane, you know this because you got it for me on my birthday. So I'm going to be rolling it for the first time ever. Now, has Dane sabotaged me with some evil space GM magic and it'll be garbage? I hope not. But Um, on the other hand, going back through our roles in the campaign, and it can't get much worse, can it? it, I hope. It can't get worse, dude. Touch wood. You guys are playing a dangerous game with these statements. I know. Well, like, (laughs) listening back to some of the episodes, like, my God. Last last episode, literally, Terry's like, trust me. And I say, I trust you completely. And then rolls a one immediately. I, like, I, I jinxed you. I think that was actually my fault, Terry. I think I just have to play into the fact that Duran, who is actually a good and capable engineer, it's not his, like, strongest abilities. So it just, it's like when you don't really have a green thumb when, when you're planting a garden and everything just dies, despite your best efforts and you know what you need to do. I think it's kind of like that, but with engineering. You don't operate under pressure well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe Duran was one of those kids who didn't test well. <laughs> Perfect for an assassin. Maybe that's why he's an ex-assassin. <laughs> Killing yes. people and fixing a ship is two different things. You guys have been tasked to set out into the fringe, contact a uh, nomadic underground tribe known as the Topo in order to get access to 
the noble stronghold to see what they are currently building as a means to attack the Kaya. You managed to successfully contact them and met T-22, who agreed to help you if you helped the Topo. They think that they have been infiltrated by one of the watchers of the nobles, the people who keep an eye on the tribes and report back to the king, and they led you down into their mobile bunker, and you were tasked in trying to figure out who the watcher was. And when you were introduced to the Topo clan, there was a six foot tall man who looked at you and just started running. (laughs) So now, boys, what would you like to do? Oh, we're giving chase. We're pursuing. As I run after him, I want to look at T-22 and see like what like reaction wise. Are they shocked or are they kind of like, yeah. We knew. Oh, yeah, no, they uh, they give you a thumbs up and they 100% knew who they were, but for for whatever reason, couldn't do anything about it. All right. Yeah. Like okay. it. Um, yeah, fantastic. So I believe this is going to be our first chase. Oh, um, yeah. I know we Wait, had like does a Starfinder have chase rules. I mean, they're, they're more or less the same as as Pathfinder, but we're going to be doing things a little differently. Um, but yes, okay. we will be taking we're going to be going into not necessarily initiative, but we will be going round by round and you will be telling me how you would like to react to what the person you're chasing is doing and how you're going to try to like catch up to them or gain ground or recover and stuff like that. So the first problem is you are currently running through what looks to be the main living quarters of the Topo's mobile bunker. It is almost a like a prison, like an Alcatraz style. So there are these small cells all along the wall. And then there is a three-story metal staircase and metal walkways that cross between the two. Um, and every floor has more of these cells in between. There's also these uh, hanging nets and cables that are filled with various salvage materials hanging from the roof. And this is seems to be the most densely populated as this six foot dude is just throwing topos out of the way uh, and uh, just hauling ass towards the back of the room. We're going to start with Durin. What would you like to do to catch up with them? I wish I could actually just climb on walls and shit. Uh, I don't think I have spider climb or anything like that. It'd be pretty fucking crazy if a non caster did. But <laughs> hey, I, I have mirror image. Mirror, yeah. So yeah, this know. is true. Are there any like service tunnels or something along that, like something I can like fit my tiny body through to get around the people? Because I don't imagine like I I can't bully my way through them. So is there like a service tunnel or something similar? Or you did mention the nets above. So I guess is that the only way, or is there another way I can go around the crowd? So the nets above are about, uh, so there's, it's like a three level thing. You would have to either go to the second floor or the third floor to get onto these nets. It would be too much of a jump to get to them from the ground floor, but give me an engineering check and I will let you know if you can find something that your small Yosoki body can scurry into. Oh my God. Oh yes. 31. Yeah. You... See that this thing has plenty of small, I wouldn't call them service tunnels, but things that they use to like slide stuff around. This whole thing is filled with salvaged materials and they have to have a way to like move them around. And it seems like there are these sort of conveyor belts in the, in the, in the walls. So if you would like to do that, you would have to choose the left side or the right side. And judging by how 
that that engineering check, one is going to be going towards the back, and one would be going away from the back. Do I but do I get, know with my engineering check at all? You don't know which. until you get over there. All right. Um, I'm going to roll a D4. If it's odd, I'm going to go right. We're going to the right one. Okay. So you scamper on over, you jump in through the little flap, and the conveyor belt starts pulling you in the opposite direction. Ah! <laughs> They're all left-handed. You oh can try to... Was that the hint? Regain... Uh, no. Was that the hint? No, oh, I thought it was like... I mean, yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, you could try ahead. to do an athletics to keep gaining ground. So give me an athletics check, please. Or you can also just get out. It's your option, but that would be yeah. you not making any progress. I will just get out. I'm not going to uh, attempt to fight. Go up go <laughs> up the down escalator on this one. Okay, so Cody and Merrick, you notice that Durin is somehow now behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, <laughs> Durin. I love it. What are you doing? Um, He's going this way. Uh, I'll catch up to you a bit. I got a shortcut, hopefully. Merrick, what are you doing? Uh, Merrick's going to go full pursuit, so uh, with my jet, jet dash feed, I can move it six times. My, when I run, I move it six times my speed, not four times, so I'm quick as all heck. Uh, I'm just going to like high chase, high pursuit, just going to outfitness this guy. So unfortunately, I don't believe you can run through difficult terrain, which all of these topo are considered as. That's all right. I'm good at difficult terrain, too. Um, <laughs> can you can you move through difficult terrain? Uh, does it count as uh, desert? <laughs> No, <laughs> these and, uh, sentient no. <laughs> living creatures are not a desert. I don't know. We're in a desert area. Just what if we dry them out a lot? That's all right. I'm going to go for pursuit either way. Yep, perfect. So tell me how you are moving through these people because I will need a check from you. Yeah. So, um, like a football player, I'm using like swimming arm motions to sort of just like throw these little guys out of my way, using all four of my appendages to try to go wide to clear as much space. Especially if Cody's coming behind me, I want to get as many out of the way as I'm sort of forcing my way brute force through. Okay, give me an athletics check, please. Gladly. That will be a 16. Okay, yeah, you manage to, you're not quite as uh, efficient as the Watcher seems to be, because they don't really seem to give a shit about the safety of the Topo. So I feel like you're actively trying to also not cause serious injury to these little guys. Um, yeah, for now. Yeah, so you uh, you do manage to make progress, um, but you haven't caught up. Cody, what are you yeah. doing? Merrick is currently sort of yeeting the topo out of the way and making somewhat of a path, but uh, mm -hmm. not enough really to give you a, a clear shot. So the guy's still on like the ground floor, right? Correct, yes. Does it look like, you know, like the upstairs follows the, the ground as well? Like there's no way that like... You know, the upstairs only goes, like, say, two blocks, but then downstairs keeps going. No, it, it runs the whole length of the room. All right. Um, I feel like Cody, there's no point in just following uh, Merrick. He would want to, like, get a different angle. So he's going to try to, like, climb up to the second floor. Uh, okay, you will still have to wade through the topo a little bit unless you want to climb the outside of the, the stairs. Can I, like, wall jump and just, like, jump onto the uh, upper kind of deck? Sure, give me an acrobatics check. Sure. Uh, your dice have cursed me. That's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, you run and 
uh, go to to jump off the wall, but your hand goes or your foot kind of goes through the, one of the flaps and hits that conveyor belt that's going the wrong way, um, <laughs> oh, and you don't get as much of a, a jump. But you are you manage to grab the railing of the of like the first landing of the stairs, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of where you're at right now. Was that your first roll with that dice? It was, uh, yeah. Okay, it was a two. Cool. Sweet. Good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good. I told you. It needs Space to warm up. Magic. That's all. Uh, Cody just yells out like, I'll go high. You go low. Uh, he looks behind and he sees Merrick gaining a pretty considerable ground. He wasn't expecting you to do more or less the same thing he's doing. And he looks at the crowd ahead of him. And he looks at Cody hanging on the... Are you on the left side or the right side, Cody? I guess I left. Okay. I mean, yes, it makes sense that you were on the on the right side, actually, if you hit the wrong conveyor belt. So is that okay sure. if we say yep. you're on the right? It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, but I, I just need mentally to know where everyone is. He's going to make a hard left and start climbing up the left staircase. Duran, it is your turn. You're still at the back. Uh, you see Cody mm-hmm. dangling from the first... Uh, landing of the stairs on the right. Merrick is uh, just carving a path through all the topo, yeah. and you are uh, kind of where you start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna realize our mistake, and we're gonna take the left conveyor belt and dive through there to try to gain some ground on him. Okay, perfect. Give me a hmm, give me an engineering check to see if you can like time it and come out at the right place. Okay. Okay. And, and depending on how you roll, you could tell me like where you're aiming. If you're trying to get to the stairs, if you're trying to get to the back of the room, you let me know. So I'm trying to visualize it. I'm imagining like big long room. Mm-hmm. He's is he heading up like the first set of stairs, the second set. And is there another set beyond that? There's there's three flights of stairs. There is one uh, that Cody is currently jumping onto. Then midway through the room, there's a second set of stairs that he's currently running up. And then at the back, there's a third set of stairs, which is at, like, kind of like at the end of the room. All right. I'm aiming for that third set of stairs. Okay. Give me an engineering check, please. Um, I got an 18. Um, okay. Yeah. You manage to uh, ride this conveyor belt and you pop out onto at the back of the room at the, the foot of the third furthest staircase. Okay. Okay. Um, is there something else you want to start doing? Um, I think as I'm diving into it, I am just going to grab Cody's attention a little bit in case he can't make it up the stairs. If he's on the wrong conveyor belt and point to it as I'm diving through and maybe he notices where I end up, maybe not, but more so just so he knows how the conveyor belts are, are working. I assume this is a diehard situation where I won't fit in. Yes, you are. You are okay. too big for these conveyor belts. They are meant for like bins of material, not for people. Man, it's a pity hey. that Cody's oh. just so yoked. Why am I not <laughs> just so deezed? Just you're little. so swole. You're svelte. Yeah, you're just a little guy. Um, okay. Merrick, what are you doing? The you notice that you're about to get out of this this swarm of of topo, um, who are now sort of realizing what's happening and are trying to get out of your way. And the the guy is going up the staircase to your left. How far away is he from me? Um, I'd say about twenty feet. Uh, can I use my gravity hold ability on him? Is that something you need to like attune to, or is that something you can do whenever? Well, I just have to be attuned. So if I go into my graviton mode at all, which I can do this round, I can just use that ability. Sure. Um, so let me make sure the distance is correct, so I don't ruin this chase. 
I think you have 30 feet, right? I think it's 30 feet. On the second floor, Dane, how many, like, is there kind of the same level of people milling around, or is it like you have more freedom of movement, kind of? Much more freedom of movement. Also, the Topo are starting to realize that you're there to help, and you're there Mm. chasing the Watcher. So they, like, they weren't actively trying to slow you down. It was just, you know, when something breaks out like that and there's that many people, chaos ensues. They're now sort of, like, making sure they're out of your way. So the ones on the, the, the second and third floor seem to be going into their... They're like little living cells and mm-hmm. getting out of the way to protect themselves and to, uh, you know, not, subsequently not be heated by the forearm man. <laughs> yes. Cool. I need a uh, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Uh, yes. Well, every game is different, dude. Wasn't it four? Well, I've rolled my dice. Just let me know what modifier I'm adding. 100%. Fortitude. Yeah. Fortitude is a 19. Uh, he saves. So it doesn't affect him. In this moment, Merrick channels gravity, trying to bring it in and halt him from causing any more havoc. It fails in that moment, so Merrick's just going to pursue him up the stairs. Cool, yeah. You take a second to, like, center yourself and really try it, and you see him, like, get slowed for a second, and he uh, manages to break free and and, uh, meet his stride again. Cody, you're currently dangling on this, the, like, halfway up to the second floor. What are you doing, buddy? Uh, can I just power up with athletics? You sure can. Hell yeah. Okay, there we go. That's much better. Uh, that's gonna be a 22. Cool. So I will say with a 22, you can either like jump up or like get up onto the stairs, or if you want, you can sort of like climb up to the actual second floor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just like dino up, like just fucking jump grab on and like yeah. swing up. Yeah, now that you have a proper footing and there isn't a moving conveyor belt in the <laughs> way, you are much more capable and you manage to get up onto the second floor. What would you like to do? Uh, I guess just start moving towards them, even though I'm on... Is there, there's like interconnecting bridges from right to left, yeah? Yes, so the way it kind of works is it's staircase, then there's a little bit of space and a bridge between the two, staircase, mm-hmm. bridge between the two, staircase. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to start booking it down towards where he is on the other side. And if he starts to go up again, I'll like match. Okay, cool. Give me an athletics check to see how you're handling this run. <laughs> uh, that's a 12. Uh, okay, that's not terrible. You're you're doing all right. Oh, bad things only happen after an under 10, unless you're doing something crazy. Um, so you're able to, to keep your pacing and you're uh, nearing the the second set of stairways that he's coming up and he uh, crests up to the top of the, of that staircase on the left-hand side. And you are sort of completely uh, perpendicular to him. And once he realizes that um, Durin is at the foot of the third staircase and Merrick is right behind him and you're on pace with him on the side, he looks over at those netted sacks uh, jumps up onto the railing and leaps over to it and begins swinging from netted sack to netted sack. And he's now sort of pendulum swinging uh, across the middle of the room towards the back. Hell yeah. Um, Durin, what are you doing? He's currently sort of in between uh, floor two and three and mm-hmm. swinging mm-hmm. towards you, but much higher than you. Okay. Um, how's the crowd below him? Um, they've all sort of gone into their respective cells. They're getting out of the way. They don't want any part of this. They don't want to get hurt. And they also don't want to slow you down. Okay. I'm only doing this if there's no one underneath the the netted sacks, as you put it. 
Yep. No, they, they've all cleared out. The, the, the floor is mostly clear. Okay. Okay. I want to roll one. Maybe there's, maybe there's a small topo baby. No crawling out. (laughs) That's what I'm scared. You've made me scared of natural ones, Dane. And a minivan pulls out from, (laughs) you punish me so hard on my natural ones. So I don't trust you or my dice. That's the bunker's weak spot. If it gets hit with a certain amount of force, it does collapse (laughs) all of it. Um, no, you, uh, Um, there is, there is no one underneath these, these netted sacks. Okay. I just want to make sure that cannon wise, there's no one underneath these net sacks yet. Um, so I'm going to, uh, take aim from where I am and try to shoot like one of the, uh, whatever's holding up the, uh, the sacks on the one he's about to grab to hopefully like throw him off balance and maybe cause him to tumble off of them. Okay. Fucking love it. Give me an attack roll. I'm going to say this is uh, pretty far. What weapon are you using? Um, depending on how far it is, I would either if it's like if it's uh, pretty far, I would probably use my rifle. Okay. Oh, what's wait, your range my, of your rifle? Oh, actually, uh, my the range of my pistol is 80 feet, so I might as well just use that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. Or, or, that, would, you that pref- would, reach. or would you prefer the 100 feet from my rifle? Uh, no, no. I will say that each floor is about 20 feet. So it's okay. it's about okay. 60 feet up. Um, I okay. will say because it is a small latch, you'll have to hit an AC of, let's say, 15. All right. All right. Um, you know what? For aesthetic purposes, it will be my rifle as I pull it out from over my shoulder. Watch him as he's swinging along the, uh, the, the sacks and uh, take aim at the next one. 21. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 16 you... on the die, baby. You shoot it, and as he's about to jump to it, uh, it falls, and he's now pendulum swinging again. And I'm going to say, um, you know what? I, I really like this. So he's going to try to do an acrobatics check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not bad, but he is in sort of like mid-reach for it and begins falling. And I'm going to make him take 46 of falling damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so that is 11 points of falling damage as he hits the ground pretty fucking hard and, and like, you know, gets pelted with all this rubble and, and salvage material. Um, he's now on the ground floor. Um, and Duren, he looks at you. Um, Merrick, what would you like to do? I guess I have to follow him. So I'm going to leap after him, I guess. Try to take the fall damage if I have to and just try to be there to help defend Duren. Okay, yeah, you're about 20 feet up, so give me an acrobatics check, please. Darren, I'm coming. Uh, I'm probably going to need some help on this one. That will be a 23, Dane. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you are able to uh, get back down the stairs. Um, I will let you take another action if you want. Um, But I won't say that you are, like, right on him, because he was, he's about, like, he's pretty much at the, the midway point between stairs two and three. I'm just going to get as close as possible. Like, I'm going to try to draw him towards me and not Durin. Um, okay, give me an athletics check to, to see how your run goes. Cool. That'll be a 17. Perfect. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah, you, you start closing in on him pretty fucking well. Cody, uh, you are at um, the staircase, stair number two, on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Durin has shot this man out of the air, and Merrick is closing in on him. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, cause he's between two and three, right? And I'm just about at two. Uh, yeah, you're pretty much at two. Yeah. 
Um, and I assume I can like easily lean over with a gun from the like walkway. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go between two and three and lean over with my Gulch gun and point it down with them and say, if I were you, I'd stay where you are. Hands up. Cool. Um, give me a, I would say this is an intimidate, right? You're trying to, you're pointing your gun at him. You're trying to, to scare him into not running anymore. (laughs) Ah, my beautiful social skills. Oh, well, take a look at that. That's a 19 on the die, but I'm pretty sure. Well, I have a minus one and I think I take even more negatives because I have flat effect as a racial, racial, that racial feature. Uh, no, yeah. that's only sense motive. So 18 total. Uh, okay, not bad. You see him reassessing the situation and um, not exactly when he wanted to use this ability, but he's going to do it. <laughs> oh, um, he pulls his, his like topo disguise glove off and you see underneath that he has this sort of uh, black suit with a yellow circuitry running through it at least like on his on his glove and he presses his hand onto the ground and Durant and Merrick you're gonna have to give me a reflex save please <laughs> cool uh 16 day okay uh, Durant. so it hesitated on a natural 20 before going to a two so that is an eight uh okay oh damn Duran, you take 13 points of electrical damage as a course of yellow electricity scatters along the metal floor. Uh, Merrick, you don't have um, evasion, right? Uh, I do not. Okay, then you take six points of damage, of electricity damage. And uh, Duren, you're going to have to give me a fortitude save, please. Oh, oh cool. My, my worst save. Uh, oh, 18. Okay, you pass and you don't get stunned. Oh. Thank God. Ooh, it's done awful in this one. You just can't move. That's pretty bad. And he's going to, uh, with Durin uh, zip-zab-zooping about, he's going to, he runs, he makes it to the end of the the end of the room. Um, Durin, I don't imagine you have any means of taking an attack of opportunity because he's running past you, right? Because you have your gun out? Uh, no. No, I'm pretty sure, like, you can't take attacks of opportunity really, like, with a ranged weapon or anything like that. So I'm assuming it's probably a feat or something, um, but I'm just double checking. Uh, cool. Then yes, he, he makes it to the end of the room and enters into the next compartment. Duren, it is your turn. You are a little singed, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, he's... he just ran past you. Yeah. If that's, if he just read past me, I'm hundred percent just giving chase at that point, hoping the other boys are going to catch up in a second. Okay. So I'm just going to pursue. Um, give me an athletics, please. Uh, mm, mm. not acrobatics or, or anything like if, that. If you can give me a reason as to why any of your other skills would work, you let me know. But if you're just flat running, it's in athletics. Yeah, it's going to be just a flat run. It's a, it's a 15. It's not bad. Okay, great. Yeah, you don't have to worry if you roll less than 10. Oh, okay. Then yes, you are you are in hot pursuit. Merrick, what would you like to do? He's entered into the next thing. Durin is uh, just behind him. I gotta go. We're just moving forward. At this point, I will manifest my Solarium Blade into my hand, uh, okay. draw my pistol into one of my other hands, and I'm just booking it through the door. Cool. Um, Cody, you are on uh, the bridge between two and three, and you see them starting to enter into the, the room behind you. There is a a door to the next room on the second floor as well. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to go through that way. 
Yeah, just like burst it open if if it's unlocked and uh, cool. Keep going. Beautiful. It is a uh, it is an athletics check, please and thank you. Oh, you know it. Uh, do I get it? Is well, if there's any way I could shoot him at some point, I would like to do that. That's gonna be a twenty-two athletics. Yeah, that's great. I will say that you are able to get over top of him. If you would like to take a shot off at him, what is the the range of your gold gun? I believe it is twenty feet. Then you are, yeah, you are twenty feet up. Um, and now that you all three of you are in this room, you enter into what looks like yes. a long dining hall um, with these um, tempered metal uh, bench that runs the length of the room. This one is about half the the size of the the living quarters um, with these benches and and chairs of various makes and model, but most of them are uh, metal or wood. Um, there's a few plastic ones as well. And this seems to be the only room that doesn't have those like carts of salvage material or the, the netting above. Um, and it is set for what looks like a dinner service. There's uh, these metal plates and metal cutlery all down the table um, and small drinking receptacles everywhere. And uh, Cody, if you'd like to take your attack roll, yes, you can absolutely reach him because he's he's coming through the door as well. Cool. Um, now the floor is not metal, right? Just all the chairs and everything. Uh, pretty much everything in this is metal. <laughs> Damn it! It is a <laughs> because he's he's an electric boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna shoot a big twenty foot gout of flame at him. Uh, that's going to be a fifteen to hit his a- EAC. Yes. I assume I mean... so. It's his, it's energy, right? I don't think it's kinetic. Yeah, it's it's like fire. Um, then yes, I will say this is EAC, and yeah, you hit him. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Nice, nice. Uh, this can be seven points of fire damage. Okay. And Cody just says, "Should have stayed down." Um, he's now just like booking it and he runs and he jumps up onto the table and as he's running along it he throws down these small uh devices all along the table and turns and looks at you like me and uh all all three of you guys as you enter the (laughs) room um and he uh, once again he like pulls up the the trench coat sleeve and he presses a button as the little devices on the table begin humming with like a and the cutlery and plates begin wobbling and lifting up into the air and he presses another button and those little devices expel a pulse of energy and they all go flying towards you. So reflex save (laughs) for everyone except for Cody, actually, because he's above. Cool. So Duran and Merrick. Okay. Um, I got an 18. I got a 6. And you have evasion. Oh boy! I do have. You have evasion, yes. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, sure do. Um, so, you manage to. How do you dodge this? I'm a little guy. I imagine like I. He's probably aiming higher for the uh, the other the other lad that's with me. So I just dive and duck under, and nice. hopefully take a shot next turn. Merrick, you're going to take seven points of uh slashing damage as all this cutlery and plates uh begin just launching towards you um and you see him exit out of the end of the room what would you like to do merrick just have to keep going oh, my God, oh sorry out Durin. The room Durin. yeah this this room isn't nearly as long as the last one oh, i was hoping yeah. to kneecap him on the way out <laughs> i mean he's no, he's, he's still within chance. range if you have the uh 
if you have the range, like if you want to use your rifle, it's definitely within a hundred feet. I do. I will, um, I will n- not move towards him. And hopefully as he's going out the door, I want to try to kneecap him. Like with, I, I don't know how you want to play that as non-lethal, but I definitely want to halt his movement as much as possible. Okay, cool. Yeah. Give me a, uh, attack roll against his KAC. Actually, okay. you know what? Okay. Let's, let's call this a trip attempt. If you want, if that's what you want to do and you'll have to beat his KAC plus eight. Or if you want to just do non-lethal damage. Okay, if you just want to do non-lethal damage, then it's uh, just KAC, but it it probably won't, like, impact his his ability to move. You know what? Let's just see what happens. Let's roll. Let's make the attack. Let's see what happens. I have one shot left in this rifle, and after that point, I just have to stick to my pistol. Let's let's make an attack. Let's see what happens, all right? Okay. Wait, so what are you doing? (laughs) I'm using my rifle to shoot him as he's exiting the door. Okay, so you're not trying to trip him. You're just trying to hit him. Yeah, I'm just trying to hit him. I'm trying to aim for his legs if I can. Okay. 21. Ooh. Yeah, you you hit him. I'm rolling some rocks today. I love it. Don't jinx it. Yeah, but don't say it. It's already jinxed. It's been jinxed. (laughs) Wait, if Dane edits it out, does it still jinx us? Not at all. (laughs) If you edit out my dice roll, is that a miss? Oh, damn. Holy shit. Max damage. How much, baby? Eight points. Nice. As I take a okay. take a dodge underneath all that shit that's coming at us, maybe sliding still as I take aim, cartridge flying out of the side, and just try to hit him. And eight points, kinetic. Um, I assume cool you're shooting like under the table. Oh hell yeah! And, uh, yeah, you, you clip him in his leg, and you see him. Uh, you see like a jolt of electricity come out, and you see his leg buckle, and uh, he's gonna keep going. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. All right, so first movement, 30 feet. Can I get to the door at this point, or do I have to go around it to sort of get another eyesight? To get to the end of the room? Yeah. No, it's it's not. It's a little bit longer than 30 feet. It's about it's about like 80 feet long. Okay, then I'll take full full movement to get outside the door. Um, and Cody, you full you move, like you can like full, you can like run, right? Do your yeah, I can run, so I can go whatever 30 times 6 is. Well, you wouldn't be able to run because you're... You would have to like curve around the table. Okay, so it's, run yeah, running has line. to be a straight movement, does it? Correct. Like yeah. a charge. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, then I will just go two movements then. So Cody, the what this looks like for you now is the upper floor uh, ends, and there are two staircases down into the uh, the dining hall. Uh, okay, I guess I'll just try to jump off the railing. Okay, give me a acrobatics, please. Where are you trying to land? Uh, I'm trying to just like land at the door to the next room. Okay, that would be an 80 foot jump is what you're trying to do. <laughs> well, like run and jump. Okay. It's <laughs> so, like run to the end of the thing and jump off or jump off now. Well, what or run to the other thing. what I'm saying is, more so is the, the, the railing ends at the, f- the beginning of the room and the stairs go down into the dining hall. I thought it went like the length of the room. No, no, it's, it stops at the, this kind of like just overlooks the dining hall and there's stairs mm-hmm. down into it. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, then I feel like I would just jump off the stairs and just keep running. Or just jump off the railing and land, like, I guess, right below and just keep going. Okay. Not too dramatic. Uh, that is a 14 acrobatics. Can I athletics instead for a 15? Um, no, jumping is is acrobatics, I believe. Because I, I don't think this is would require much athleticism to, to fall. Um, but you're fine. Like, you're you're good. And then okay. you can you can make it to the end of the room. Yeah. Cool. As you guys sort of chase him into the next room, it is a kitchen 
of sorts. There is a sort of flat top that runs um, along the side. And on the right-hand side, there seem to be these bubbling vats of, of hot oil, which looks like just these very large deep fryer. And he stops at the opposite door. This room is much smaller, it's about 40 feet long. And he once again cocks his head as the three of you burst into this room. And he hits the side panel of this room and pulls the fire alarm as sprinklers descend into the kitchen and begin spraying water. And I don't know if you've ever seen what happens when water hits a deep fryer, but yep. it's not good. Yep, it's not great. No, no, it's not good. This is bad safety equipment. Someone also, that. As when electricity hits water. <laughs> Wait, this is an excellent question. Do most kitchens have sprinklers? No. Next to deep fryers? Actually, they yeah, usually they have absolutely- like CO2 suppression. Yeah, right. they have their own suppression. Hey, let me units. tell you, this is um, inspired by something that happened to me when I worked at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> the kitchen was so hot because the hoods weren't working that mm-hmm. it broke the seal on the spr- like the heat seal on the sprinklers while we were in full operation, and therefore the the deep fryers were on and literally yeah. flooded the entire back of house and half the front of house with scalding hot oil. Damn. Okay. Oh, great. good. Um, um, which is. Shit. <laughs> Let me tell you what's happening right now. So everyone's going to have to give me a reason as to why you're not getting covered in hot, hot oil. Um, so let me picture this. Is it like, is there like an island down the middle and then like two yes. walkways kind of like standard kitchen setup? Or is it just like one walk, like one way you can walk? No, you've got it. In the center, there's like a prep area that has mm-hmm. like a rack of, of pots and various sort of like cookware hanging from it. And on the left-hand side, there's like a grill and a like flat top. Uh, well, Cody would try to get on the island for sure. Just okay. like ground is made of lava rules. Okay, yeah. What, what are the rest of you guys doing? Uh, I'm going to head to the right of the island because for some reason, I'm assuming the fryers are on the left-hand side. Um, uh, the fryers are on the for, right-hand side. So if you're well, going so in the other, you'd be going left. left. Yeah, And I'll just try to outrun the oil from getting to my feet, I guess. Okay, then I will need a reflex save from you. Uh, Duran, yep. what are you doing? Um, I'm hoping one of those, like, metal carts where they, like, you know, put, like, <laughs> plates and things of, like, for the uh, the washer, the dishwashers or whatnots around. And I'm going to hopefully try to jump on it with enough momentum to continue the chase. Okay, that. yeah. You're looking for, like, a little busser cart kind of situation? Yeah, a little busser cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I'll say that's in here. So I'm going to need a, I'm going to need acrobatics from you, Cody. I'm going to need athletics from you to jump up onto the the island and a reflex save from you, Merrick. Oh yeah, all right. Uh, that's a 19 athletics. Uh, yeah, you managed to get up onto the island. Dane, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh no, Dane. Yeah, be kind. <laughs> um. Okay. Hey. On the upside, you have four arms. On the downside, you have no feet. Uh, you have... You, uh, this is not bad. You take five points of fire damage. Okay. And you feel the scalding hot oil burning through the, the soles of your, of your boots. And you're going to be taking burn damage uh, on the next couple rounds. That's fair. And Dern, what did you get on your acrobatics? I got a 21. Okay. Yeah. You managed to do a diving jump onto this cart that sends you past uh, Cody and past Merrick as you hit I the back really wall. Bad. <laughs> I feel bad about leaving Merrick behind because I didn't know this was what's going to happen. 
hey, he's not left behind. He's just running through the fire and the flames. <laughs> nice. Um, now, have we gotten Dragon Force for this part of the show? I did, yes. That was yeah. my subtle Perfect. hint. God, that Excellent. must be such an expensive license. Hey, you know what? We deserve it. <laughs> um, we will be in debt for the rest of this show. For the rest of this show's existence, <laughs> we will be paying it off. Um, you guys exit out into uh, an, a short hallway or like a short sort of like section um, and then into another large room. This time, this one go, it, it's like a rounded room and it seems to be some sort of refinery or engine room as there are these big old furnaces along the, the sides of the room and down the center there is a conveyor belt with various chunks of, of rock and ore and other material that is being sort of uh, run through down the center of it. And the watcher, as you guys enter this room, he hits another couple buttons on this electric or this like control panel he has on his wrist. Um, and you hear a bunch of the machinery come to life. And there are now these uh, mine carts that are going horizontally uh, through the gaps of the conveyor belt that are meant to sort of drop the the material onto the conveyor belt. But now they're just like zipping past uh, to to slow you guys down. Durin, what would you like to do? You're lucky mm. enough that these things aren't, these are about height or, or like head level. Uh, you're small enough yeah. that you don't have to worry about these boys. Um, mm-hmm. So you are at, a, at an advantage right now. So since... It's not head level. Maybe can I see where he's going in the room and like, where is he heading to? I guess is my question. Um, he's still running towards the back of this mobile bunker, but give me a perception check, please. Okay. Seven. <laughs> yep. That it it. Just seems like he's just running oh, down the, sorry, sorry. To the ba- sorry. I literally just read my, my rank uh, instead of like adding it to my dice. Uh, I'm 11. Yeah, no, still you okay. through yeah. like the, the, the right. smoke and the haze and like the, you know, the shimmering heat. Um, you're not able to, to see anything else, but it just seems like he's now just running towards the back of the room. Um, okay. Merrick, mm. you have this conveyor oh. belt that's running down. Oh, sorry. Darren. Yes. What would you I like get to, to do? do anything? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, I wasn't going to be super excited. I'm just going to, especially if the uh, the carts aren't going to like uh, stop me from chasing him. I'm just going to give pursuit. Uh, I don't see. Cool. I don't see what else I can do to help out. Yeah. All so, right. um, just so you know, the conveyor belt is moving towards you, not in the direction that you guys are currently going. Um, furnaces off to the left and the right, and then there are two walkways. But currently, there are these like minecart barrels that are currently zipping back and forth over the conveyor belt. How would you like to get past this, Merrick? Okay, so there are things at, like that will be coming at my face. Okay, hold on. I'm just having a hard time picture what we're, what we're dealing with right mm-hmm. now. So, okay, so imagine a, a rectangular room. On yes. the left and left and right exterior walls, there are furnaces. Okay. Down the center of the room, there's a conveyor belt that's moving towards you with like rocks okay. and ore and stuff on it. And then horizontally on these tracks in between the furnaces, there are these barrels that are meant to like be loaded up with the conveyor belts from the side that Durham was in at the beginning and then winced over like like uh, transported over top of the uh, conveyor belt moving sort of yep. like left and right across the room, uh, dumped on and then moved to the side again. But instead of so, having this controlled stop over the conveyor belt, dump, move over to the side, 
it, it they're just whipping back and forth. So in front of me, there could be a straight path on the side of the, the conveyor belt, but there's a bunch of moving things at my like waist length. Uh, like they're my, at my your waist head. Above. At my head. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And my 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 legs are covered in grease. Correct, Dane. Yes. And you. Thank you for reminding me. You take three points of fire damage from the burning. All right. So with my new burny, greasy legs, can I attempt a power slide down this hallway? <laughs> On oh, my knees, yeah. using my greasy legs to propel me forward. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to want a acrobatics check for this piece. Acrobatics? Okay, let's do yeah. it. What's his grease bonus? <laughs> it's my grease bonus. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you a grease bonus. I'm going to give you a plus two to this check because you are you are greased up. <laughs> so that's going to be a 16 with, the, with, with my greasy bonus. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to say that with the friction and the heat of this room, uh, you manage to sort of like remove any remaining grease off your feet and that you will not be taking any more burn damage. And yes, you manage to to slide under these minecarts. Uh, Cody, what are you doing? So they're like hanging buckets, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, and they're not going in a circle around the room, they're just going left to right? They're going left and right, yes. There's about like six of them all moving at different speeds or different like times across mm. the, the middle. Well, firstly, I want to try to grab a knife from the kitchen as I'm going. Sure. Is there any way I could throw it at the guy in this room or is he too far? You could definitely try to. Uh, he will have cover from the the, the yeah, buckets I, that are... I pretty much imagine it's not going to go anywhere, but I also feel like it's what Cody would do. Um, so he's going to throw that knife. Sure. Uh, That is going to be a 16. You line up and you whip it down and it a barrel or one of the buckets swings by and it hits off the barrel or the the bucket onto the conveyor belt and uh, just starts like coming back towards you. (laughs) I can pick it up as I move past it and I guess try to like crouch under the buckets and just move down the the room because i'm not greasy so i can't slide you can't slide yes you can attempt to like run through it with a reflex save or you can like move at a half speed to crouch underneath it yeah i think i'll move at a half speed okay actually no fuck it i'll do the reflex save (laughs) that's a 10 (laughs) give me that bucket damage (laughs) Uh, that's only one bucket damage Okay, <laughs> just fucking headbutt it out of the way. Bonk. Um, yeah, I imagine that you've you've got enough of a like run that it's not just one bucket, but it's like every bucket. But because you're moving at such a force, they're they're kind of like hitting at the same speed, and it's just like bing bong, bing bong, bing. And like you just you just power through it, and with your thick old robot skull, you uh, you manage to to not take a whole lot of damage. <laughs> You guys are guessing that you're nearing the back of the vehicle and he reaches uh, another door. Duran, you didn't see him do this, but he picks up a or he's got like this large uh, chunk of something off the conveyor belt and he throws it into the fire. And whatever it is, uh, is not meant to be burnt as this plume of black smoke covers the doorway and oh. he disappears in it. Mm. Okay. I hate this guy so much. Like I've never <laughs> wanted to just kill somebody in this game so far than I do this man. I'm trying to think. Do I have anything that can see through this? And I, I... Yeah, the rangefinder that we got. Does it have any like thermal vision or any like different settings or anything? Or is it just kind of like a telescope? Yeah. It's just like a telescope. Cool. cool. Um well I don't have that. Um uh, Merrick does. 
the or the smoke is just in this room and you see him go out okay. through another door behind it. Okay. Okay. In fact, oh, uh all right. Uh, can I make a uh a life science check to see what he threw into the furnace? Uh it would be a physical science. Physical science. Oh, cool. Just my intelligence. All right. I guess I can't roll it because I'm not trained. I'm not trained. I can't roll it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just try to push through the smoke and try to get to the door of where he is. Okay. Do I need to roll anything or? You sure do. You're going to have to give me a fortitude save as you run through. But before we resolve that, Merrick, what would you like to do? I rolled the dice for it. I'm keeping it. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to try to keep on jetting behind this man. I will just dive through the smoke, holding my okay. breath. Give me a fortitude oh, man, save. I sh- and I should have said that. Uh, yeah, I feel like with my burgeoning concussion from all the buckets, uh, he's not thinking too hard. He's going to also run right through the smoke, which is cool because he doesn't need to breathe. Sick. I, w- I will say, yeah, okay. As a as an android that doesn't need to breathe, um, mm-hmm. I will say that uh, this won't affect you. Um, yeah. Duran, you need to give me a fortitude save. And Merrick, you said you're covering your oh. mouth, so I'm going to give you a plus two to the roll. Cool. So that will be a 22. Okay. I rolled a nat 20. Hell yeah. Perfect. And I'm very happy about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's very good. You guys burst through this smoke and you finally have cornered this dude. And he turns to look at you and he pulls off the the topo mask and the like oxygen tank and the, the trench coat. He peels it off and he reveals himself as a uh, pale humanoid with these black metallic eyes that are glowing yellow. And he's in this black skin tight jumpsuit that has this, this these pulsing uh, yellow circuitry running through it. And his gloves, you've seen it used before, uh, where there's like a almost like an Iron Man style glowing circle in, in the palms of his hands. And he stands there defiantly looking at you, please, Roll me some initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I feel bad about hurting this guy now. It's, it's not like hey. last episode where I just felt bad the entire time. Do you know the way I've had a trend of not rolling great initiatives? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, that ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Darren, what'd you roll? Uh, 15. Okay. Merrick? That would be a hot 18. Ooh. Cody? Eight. I rolled All a two. Right. Um, I mean, this guy's already not doing great considering how much damage he's taken during the chase. So as he looks at you, he clenches his fists and these two sort of metal shields go over them. And he's going to charge. I think he's pissed off at you the most, Durin, because you shot him down and you shot his leg. And he's going to to run over to you and attempt Mm. an attack. Does a 17 hit your EAC? Oh, yeah, all day. Well, Boys, it's my first spell of the game. What? As he what? uses Jolting Surge on you. Damn. As A he's going to do <laughs> yeah. 4d8 electricity damage. What? Whoa. Bye, shit, bye Darren. Um, as you take 12 points of electricity damage, as he grabs you by the collar, Ooh. and Whoa. electricity just courses <sighs> through... You see the the pulsing circuitry sort of fade in all of the other locations except from his chest and down the left arm that he's grabbing Durin with as he courses electricity through you. Okay, give me a give me a second. Twenty one, you said? Yeah? I believe it was twelve. Twelve. Oh, I heard twenty one. <laughs> I I may be dyslexic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Merrick. 
it is your turn. Cool. So he's nearby because he charged Darren, correct? Yeah, I'm going to say the three of you are in the same spot. So, uh, yeah, you, you guys are within hitting distance. If you surrender, we'll let you live if you answer some questions. But if not, then you might have to die. Give me a diplomacy check. Mm, a hot 12. Uh, cool. You see him... His, his head doesn't move as he's, like, electrocuting Durin, but the irises of his eyes snap up to you, and they seem to, like, grow bigger, and your diplomacy does not seem to affect him. Fantastic. Time to do my favorite kind of diplomacy, laser uh, sword. Cody, like, looks and is like, let's get on either side and fuck him up. Uh, that will be a, a 14 against KAC. That is not enough for his KAC. All right, then that is it for Merrick. Okay. Uh, Cody. Uh, I was trying to get you to move forward so we could flank him. The electricity moving through his suit, you said, has depleted except for that one arm currently? Uh, no, it was it was just for the, the attack. It seemed to reroute all of the energy into his left arm and is now like redispersed. Okay, because I feel like when we saw him get shot and it sparked electricity that it's going to shock us when we hit him. But I also feel like that's a Nile observation and not a Cody observation. So Cody's going five foot to like the side of him. So someone can move in and flank them him if they want. And he's going to punch him. Oh, God damn it. I've rolled five or six twos with this dice. So I think it might not be balanced, but that is going to be a miss for an eight. Yes, that does not hit. It is the watcher's turn. Hold on. He just ran up and and attacked me. (laughs) Sorry, Duran. I skipped skipped you, Duran. I'm sorry. You're supposed to go before Cody. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my standard action to think real hard and create some mirror durins near me. Okay. Murins. Um, some murins, yes. Uh, oh, cool. There's only one extra one. That's great. Um, roll the minimum so on that. Two total? Is it like mirror image? Like one plus one? Or is it just one? As in, it's me and my mirror image. Okay. So there's only two durins right now, unfortunately. And then I'm going to try, hopefully my feet mobility keeps me a little bit alive because it adds my AC when I leave a threatened square. So I'm going to get the fuck away from him. Okay, cool. Yeah, he will take his attack of opportunity on you. Mm, That's that's a 12. That definitely doesn't hit. Um, Doesn't hit. I pull away and get a little bit, get to safety a bit. Yes, you you managed to scamper to safety. Uh, Now it is his turn. His focus now seems to be on Merrick. As he stands up, his eyes kind of remain on you. And it's that creepy, like his head's moving, but his eyes aren't anymore. As his head like readjusts so that he's looking at you. Um, And he's going to attempt to punch you. That's another 12 against your KAC. Bear, that doesn't do it by one. Thank God. Now, is he casting a spell? He is not. Okay. Also, Jolting Surge, the cool thing about Starfinder is a lot of touch spells don't provoke attacks of opportunity. So uh, nah, Jolting that's... Surge, which is what he used, doesn't provoke. But yes, no, that is, that's only a 12. So he uh, takes another sort of like backhand swing at you, but completely misses. And it is now your turn, Merrick. Awesome. Merrick's going to use the momentum from dodging that swing to take a five foot step to be flanking him with Cody. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, that's plus two to hit, right? Correct. Yep. Cool. Then I'm going to roll to attack. Just hopefully start doing damage to this guy. Um, that will be a 16. That is not enough. Oh no, this is very you, hard to hit. <laughs> you feel like you almost had him, but uh, the that sort of like electric jumpsuit uh, kind of like sparks and repels your blade. Uh, Quick question. 
does he does he get a flanking bonus? Yeah. Or, was, yeah, I did. I already did. My, my mind um, went on It's your turn. Uh, okay. Um. So I'm hurt, but I'm going to with my pistol. I am going to use the cover fire action and hopefully okay. give these boys some extra some some extra bonuses to their attacks. That's right. So you're going to be rolling uh, against 15 AC, yep. and you'll be granting them a plus two to their AC. Uh, now, no, no. The first person that attacks next gets it. Isn't oh, okay. that harrying fire? What? Cover fire is AC, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Okay. You, he said cover fire and then said give you a bonus to attacks. Yeah, it D- does. Didn't I say AC? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I misread... My brain misread all of that. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you're right. I did miss... I meant to do... Ha- let me, I meant to do harrying fire. You're correct. Okay, yeah. Cool. It's funny because okay. you both said different things back to me and I was like, my brain was breaking. I was like, which did I hear? <laughs> So you're going to be okay. rolling uh, against uh, 15, against yes. uh, um, AC 15. If you succeed, yes, you'll be giving them a plus two to their next attack. Yep, yep. Uh, whoever attacks next, I don't know who, maybe Cody. 50 uh, 50 shot at this. No, I got a 10. So unfortunately, <sighs> my heroin fire does not work. Okay. Yeah, that's my turn, I guess. Um, what kind of energy is your pistol? Oh, a uh, fire. Okay. Yes, as you uh, take a shot off, you see a uh, like another peel of that electricity kind of just completely take care of whatever you're doing for uh, this dude. Um, and Cody, it is now your turn. Cody's going to take a full round to attack twice. Okay. So I get minus fours, but I get a plus two for flanking, so it's just minus twos. Ooh, smart. Uh, first one is going to miss. That is a seven. Uh, second one's also going to miss. I rolled a three and a five. <laughs> but it was okay. higher and then just flipped over. So not the best round. Then it's going to be uh, the Watcher's turn again. Um, Cody, you're just like pummeling him from the side and he's not okay with that. So he's going to turn now to you and attempt to hit you. Uh, 16 against your kinetic. Yep. Okay. We finally did it, boys. <laughs> this round's taking damage. Someone's finally hit someone. Um, that's going to be six points of electricity damage as the gauntlet that he shielded his fist with sparks with electricity again. Damn. All right. Merrick, it is your turn. All right. Let's 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 keep it going. We got to hit him at some point, Cody. Let's go. <laughs> um, How does... A, no, that's another 17. Oh, 17 hits. Oh, hell yeah. Never mind. First um, one was 16. 17, this is one mm-hmm. better. Yeah, 17 is exactly what you needed. Hell yeah. That would be seven points of damage. As you... How do you hit him? So we're just coming down with the Solarian Blade. He turned his back to me, so he's sort of leaving himself wide open. So I'm just slashing him down his back. And as you do that, you kind of cut a, a hole in that suit and you see the energy begin to, the, the circuit's not complete anymore. And you see it sort of like ping ponging around a little wildly. And he turns around to you. And uh, Cody, you see this first, the yellow glow in his eyes goes away. And his posture kind of like slumps over for a second. And then he realizes what's going on. And he looks at you and he says, please, please, please don't, don't hurt me. I, I don't, I, I will tell you whatever you want. I swear. Just, just don't hurt me. Stand down then. Get on your I'm, knees. I'm, your hands behind your back or in the air. Hands behind. 
Yep. He everything you say, he does immediately. Fuck. I don't trust it, this Merrick. Can we it's detach any of the parts of his suit? Uh, I mean, you'd have to strip him naked. What I mean is, like, I can't like break off the shield parts or anything. I can't like disarm him, right? Um, I mean, yeah, you could probably rip off like the gauntlet bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want like a disarm check? You know what? No, he does it for you. He okay. he peels them off and he throws them on the ground and he's he's just like, look, look, whatever you say, I will do. I will get face down. I will. I what, what do I? I'll break my hands. Do you want me to break my What's hands? What's your name? What's your name, man? What's he's, your name? He's going to like snap his own hands. Whoa, really? Cody grapples him to like stop he a- doing that. Like he actually does that? He was going to, yeah. Can Cody stop him? Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's again. He's not resisting you at all. Um, and he's like, okay, okay. What? What's your name? My name is. And his eyes go yellow again. And this time it doesn't seem like it like takes over again. But he's like, no, 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 no. I swear. I was just pretending. I wasn't going to say. And he becomes seized with electricity as he begins convulsing, and you can smell that singed hair and singed meat smell as smoke begins pouring out of him and he like slumps over as he's kneeled uh fuck we gotta uh, Cody just starts stripping his clothes off um yeah he's dead yeah he's very dead holy shit these nobles are monsters are using people against their will turning them to soldiers and then frying them for disobeying I thought we were just dealing with like some kind of small terrorist group, or are they this refined to do something like this? It looks they, like they I'm, are. It makes me terrified to think what they're building. Yeah, I thought f- it was going to be a big elephant or something. Wait, you actually thought that? <laughs> wait, wait, I thought that too. Sorry. Can we can we take a minute? A big elephant? A big yeah. Elephant. I I was thinking something similar, like a big mechanical elephant. Yeah, what? With, like just people throwing spears from the top of it. Yeah. Well, we already saw the worms in people's flesh. An elephant. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why we both thought that. We both are on the same page in, here, Cody. Get on the same level as us. Come on, man. Cody, like, Cody misses a lot of stuff. So, like, this isn't the first time you guys have said things that didn't make sense to him, even though it's one of the strongest. So he immediately is like, oh, I'm such an idiot. You're right. Elephant. It should have been an elephant. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take his, pick up his fake mask and his tank, and we're going to bring the corpse back to T22 to let him know we achieved it. At least we got rid of the invader. Would you guys drag the, the body or, or bring the body back to sort of that central living area? And the Topo have all kind of crowded around in a semicircle to watch you guys bring in this person. And once again, T22 steps forward and says, Damn, I, uh, I didn't actually think you guys would be able to, to do it. Uh, wow. Why, well, why haven't you done this before? Yeah, if we had a heads up, we may have been prepared for, uh, to meet the enemy in the first moment of our arrival. They already said they're not up for a fight. It's okay. Sometimes people need a help. Well, it's, it's a bit more, uh nuanced or complicated than that um you see them look behind them to the rest of the topo and there's some sort of like approving nods and uh t22 turns back to you you see the topo are pacifists 
And as much as we knew this guy was who he was, we weren't going to hurt him. We we can't. It's not our way. No, sorry. The anger was unbecoming. I completely respect you adhering to your beliefs. Well, it's been dealt with. Isn't there another side to pacifism to defend yourself and prevent things like this as well? The only way we would have been able to kill him would have been in his sleep or with poison or something that we don't believe in. And as much as we wanted to defend ourselves, we weren't going to betray our main code of conduct because at that point, what are we defending? Pacifism can't exist without some sort of deterrent or a will to defend yourself. At that point, you're just lying. I understand it's your belief, but sorry, sorry. I... Anyway. Well, oh. you've dealt with the problem now. Is there anybody else that big and tall and electric? Uh, you see they all kind of like look around and, uh, you know, sort of in, in chorus uh, say no. Well, that's good news. There's a reason we didn't tell you. If I was inviting strangers from the outside into our clan, letting them know that we would do nothing to defend ourselves, it would be a really stupid thing to do. So I apologize for the deceit, but I hope you understand why we did what we did. You know, we're we're, uh, flustered. This man was uh, forced to do this against his will. And we were we watched as he was eliminated by the nobles in front of our eyes. Uh, so we're just a bit on edge. We're just trying to come to grips with what we're trying to go against. Have you seen a large elephant being built anywhere? I mean, if if you really wanted to get down to it, I would say this thing is probably the closest thing that we've got to a, a large elephant in the fringe. Cody looks worried all of a sudden. <laughs> we do have a lot to talk about, I suppose. Is now the time to talk about what the nobles are doing? I mean... Yeah, we can do it. You know what? Look, take a second, catch your breath. We'll whoop up something to eat when we'll discuss it over dinner. Fantastic. Um, And they begin sort of like going out. And then you hear further on down the end being like, what the fuck happened to the kitchen? (laughs) I don't think there's going to be any dinner. Oh, yeah. Hello, friends. Space GM Dane here to do the things. We're going to keep this very, very quick. Uh, First and foremost, we hope you're enjoying the episode. Uh, Second of all, we are nearing the end of the Whispering Woods arc, which means we'll be starting a new arc very shortly, which means I'm going to need names for a bunch of new NPCs. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you would like to have either your name or your username or your Twitter handle or something to be incorporated into the NoQuest world, well, there's a bunch of easy things you can do. Uh, first and foremost, follow us either on Twitter or Instagram at NoQuestCast. Uh, tweet about the show with hashtag NoQuestCast or join our Discord server. I will say I usually prioritize our Discord server for names because it's just the easiest one for me to access and scroll through and pick a, a name out of it. But when I'm writing, I do look through our Instagram, our Twitter followers, and uh, people who are talking about the show on either one of those platforms. So if you would like to have your name included either as an NPC or a location or something like that. Those are the ways to do it. Now, I've mentioned the Discord and I've mentioned it 
I think since we've started it, it's becoming a lot of fun. We recently started, uh, due to popular demand, a boomer fan club. So if you were one of the people who got strangely attached to one of the first enemies the guys fought, you can join the Discord server and ask to become a member of the boomer fan club. It is called the Boom Crew, and you have exclusive access to a channel called the Boom Room. So if that's something that interests you, and a surprising amount of people have been interested, head on over to noquestcast.com and click Discord link, and it'll give you an invite, and you can join, and we are a lovely and friendly and fun bunch. There's a bunch of other things that you can do on the Discord. Um, fan theories is currently a, a big thing. People are really, really into trying to guess what's happened to Cody and anything about Azin. Those are sort of like the two hot topics. Um, second of all, there's also a place where you can suggest magic items for me to reward the boys with at some point in time. And finally, uh, the boys and I would just really like to thank you all for the support that you're showing the show, the engagement and the encouragement that you guys have been giving us. It really does mean a lot to us. We are so incredibly lucky to have uh, you guys rallying behind us. It makes doing the show even more fun uh, when you guys engage with us and say the things that you've been saying to us. It really does mean the world to us. So we just wanted to take a quick second and thank you for the people who were with us from the start, who have uh, joined on midway through and to the people who've been recommending us out on Twitter. It's we see you and we love you and we can't thank you enough. It really, really does mean the world to us. So thank you. And I think that is it, friends. So without further ado, I will allow you to enjoy the rest of the episode, and I will see you in two weeks. You guys can take a uh, a moment to recover stamina, if you would like. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, they uh, they're going to take a second to sort of like clean up, get things back into uh, a little bit of working order, and uh, prepare some food for for everyone. Nothing deep fried, I guess. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Cody returns the knife and offers to help clean up the like spilled like salvage that was like dropped down when we shot the thing. Um, yeah, sure. And they they definitely appreciate the the assistance in in. in in helping out. Um, do you guys want to do anything before you sit down for dinner? I don't um, believe so. Merrick's just like trying to piece it together. What's going on. Um, Merrick, are you like writing stuff down in your notebook? I am. Yeah. Where are you? Like, are you off to uh, the side? Yeah. I was just sort of nearby, probably sitting on a staircase or something. Just. All right. Um, Cody's going to kind of like sidle up to you and like look over your shoulder. How's it going, Cody? Can I help you? Any questions? Yeah. Do you, do you have a page for me? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. It's pretty barren. Uh, we, I haven't had a lot of time to write since all this started going on. But don't worry, I'll fill it out after we finish this. And we're on the Maverick, sailing through space on the way to save Victor and our friends. Could you write something down for me? Of course. Uh, Alpha. Alpha. Is that a code name? Um, just say his name is Alpha. Uh, if If I lose my memory again... Show me, show me that page. You know what, Cody? I'll keep this page special just for you. Okay. Thank you. I, I don't know what happened to it, and I'm, I'm worried it's, it might happen again. I, I'm, I know, you'll be here, and Duran will be here. Yeah. And I'll, I'll become friends with you again. I'm sure. But, I don't want to forget that again. So if you could just, th- yeah, th- thank you. Um. 
as a Kasothan, I think the worst nightmare that could happen to one of my people is to forget who they are. So I apologize that that's what you've been dealing with. And um, I know I can be a little rough around the edges sometimes. Uh, but if you ever want to talk about it or need help, um, I am here. You and Duran have helped me more than you could ever know. When I came to, I had nothing. I was nothing. And that's that's not the case anymore. So, that's all right. You know, I'm, I'm not all me, I don't think. But for now, I'm enough. And that's because of both of you. I just, if it happens again, please show me that page. Yeah, no, of course. Now let's go get something to eat and we'll talk about how to deal with this elephant. <laughs> um, Duran, what are you doing? Um, healing up. Um, I don't think I'm like uh, going away um, from Cody or Merrick. I might just like maybe listen um, to them if I'm not trying to be like weird and eavesdrop and just hanging no, around them, you know. Um, okay. T twenty two walks over to you and hands you a small uh, syringe and what, says, "What's this? Uh, you took you took a pretty big hit in the main room. I saw, and I figured, you know, this it'll make you feel better. Trust me. Um, yeah. Um, hesitantly, I'll roll up my sleeve and uh, let them do their thing. Uh, yeah, and and they do, and you are going to heal." Oh damn! Uh, Fifteen points of HP. Okay. Um. All right. Thank you. I, I, like I feel better and I feel a little bit rejuvenated. I'm like, thank you. Um. Do I call you T twenty two? Yeah, that's that's my name. Um. Okay. Thank you. I got a question for you. Oh, sure. Shoot. Um. And they look over at uh, Cody and Merrick in conversation, and they say. How many people would you say you killed? <laughs> With all due respect, I don't think that's a very appropriate question, T22. I mean, you were pretty eager to tell me my way of life was wrong and a lie. So if we're going to have that conversation, I would I would like to know. He, he's going to take a moment and think about that. Enough. I've seen enough. And I've seen what war and peace actually mean. And if you had to guess, how many of them are you glad you killed? Just one. Then please don't question why we don't do it. And they get up and walk away. Um, There's a bit of time before you start seeing the topo almost silently funnel into the dining room. And... um, you get the sense that it is time for dinner. Is there beer? No, there, there is God not. Damn it. <laughs> Cody's like, um, he's just so desperate to explore his newfound, like, I don't know, freedom. Uh, do you ask, do you ask any of them? Fully, yes. Um, well, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll sit down and like, what's the first course? Or like, is it just like a free for all? Is it just one dish? Like, what kind of, what kind of meal are we meal? looking at? This is the exact opposite of Kaya. Where Kaya was sort of a celebration, everyone was sharing food, everyone was talking and laughing, there was people running around. This is almost silent. And they all kind of take off their 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 masks and put them beside them or on their lap. And you now see what the topo actually look like. And they are these pale, 
wrinkled, bald, three-eyed humanoids um, with this sort of large um, crescent mouth. And they begin eating their gray block of nutrient-dense food. And pretty much all you hear is the the sounds of like cutlery on plates as they sit there and eat their meal in silence. Is it a... Actually, no, I'm going to sense motive. That's a... I think an 11? Yes. Is it like a mournful? Like, are they upset? Or are they just like... Is this just how they do? Um, it's tough to tell, but you can get the sense that this probably isn't how it always is. Okay. But and... it doesn't... But it also doesn't seem strange. If that makes All right. sense. Uh, it's too confusing for Cody. Cody's going to like look around and be like, do we, do we have beer with dinner? Is that, or is it just a, a getting drunk thing? One of the older Topo that is sitting beside you laughs and reaches into uh, their coat and pulls out a small metal flask and unscrews it and hands it over to you. And they say, I don't know how much uh, experience you have with uh, liquor or spirits, Zero. but okay. Uh, they reach over, take the flask, close it, put it back in there. I reflect to to get it to not have it taken back. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a. Is there a sleight of hand? There, there is. It, right? That's, I have nothing. Is in there? It, okay. Give me a sleight of hand. That's a 17. Uh, yeah, you managed to to pull your hand back, and I are you drinking it? No, I, it was like a reflex. Like, I don't actively do it. And the second I do it, because I want some, I realize it's rude. And I'm just like, oh, sorry, but do you, do you mind? It's a, uh, it's a new experience for me. Also, is it like a hip flask? Not- yeah. Because that's just so fucking cool. Cody really like it's it is probably one of his heroes what they drink out of and seeing one is just cool to him. Um, the older topo that, that gave it to you nudge a couple of the 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 people beside him and they all kind of look over and with a smile they say, you know what? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, Cody just like beams at his two friends and takes a little bit. Um, yeah, roll me a fortitude save. Oh, off the table. <laughs> I was almost a 14, but it ends up being a six. So 10 total. Uh, you're unconscious. <laughs> now. Oh, no. What, <laughs> what kind of effect is this? Um, this is. Would I be like poison- unconscious? I guess- yeah. Okay. I'm going to reboot using my rebooting nanites and attempt to save again. Okay. <laughs> in that one <laughs> so Cody um, goes down bangs his head off the table comes right back up maybe takes another sip <laughs> uh, yeah you once again just like yeah you just face plant on the table and the older Topo just just fucking dies laughing and it's this laughter that fills this silent room and some of the other Topo you can almost uh, you know American and Duran you notice that there is like almost like a, a collective sigh of relief and a small murmur begins crawling through the crowd as they have their own sort of individual conversations. And uh, T22 sits down in a spot 
in front of you on the other side of the table. And they look at the the older Topo and say, seriously, seriously, you give them that they they save our asses and you give them that. And the old one is just fucking laughing. Um, and T22 <laughs> okay. reaches over the table and, and gives you a smack on the head to to wake you back up. And you uh, you're you're able to regain consciousness, but you feel like shit. <laughs> I also waste a resolve point to do the reboot as well. <laughs> um, he's like, "What did 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 I get hit? My mouth tastes like 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 gasoline." Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. You you pretty much drank distilled gasoline, more or less. Now let's talk about our end of the deal. You wanted to get to the noble stronghold, yes? Yes. We can get you there by nightfall. And if that's what you want to do, that's what we'll do. We'll get you as close to it as we can, or we can get you there during the day, whatever time you want. But the soonest we can get you is is tonight. What would you like? Tomorrow, maybe? <laughs> Cody says, like, rubbing his temple. But then we're approaching in the day. It's better to approach at night, but are we? how's everyone's condition? Uh, You know what? I guess it's fine. I have one resolve left, but I guess we probably won't get to rest anyway. I'll be okay. I would like to know what kind of information we have on what's going on over there. If you and your people have a sense of the ground, or maybe you've heard something, but what are they building? And why isn't it a giant elephant? (laughs) (laughs) If you think we go anywhere near the nobles, you're insane. I mean, you saw what they did to one of their own. What do you think they do to us? And what do you think they are doing to us? I don't know what they're building. And if you think that it's some rudimentary, you know, backwater, nothing, you need to wake up because whatever they're building, whatever, whatever's getting them this organized and this riled up is bad. Where'd their technology come from? It's so, like something I've never seen before. Have they always been this advanced? Is it a recent development? Do you have any idea? I, I don't know. They're they're not exactly the brightest bunch, but there's there's definitely people among them that that know how to put things together. I feel like what they're doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, like like Merritt was saying, this feels, especially from what I've heard of them, outside of their wheelhouse or a little too a step above what they usually do. Am I wrong in saying that? You're not completely incorrect. I mean, they have always been ruthless and they've always used these terrible inventions to be horrible to other people and themselves. But the, the idea of them sort of uniting and taking over and conquering other tribes, they, that wasn't their thing. They wanted to rule over the other tribes to full out slaughter them and amass an army by forcing other people to join. That's not really their thing thing until recently so if you're looking for some sort of change in pattern that would be it dane may i do a lore check with you real quick yes the, uh, i was about to ask just to jot my memory about exactly what cyrus his name was cyrus right said about Azen, like his the time frame frame on that uh yes he seemed to have arrived sort of before you guys did and was trying to convince the nobles to not do whatever it is they're doing thank you that's very concerning. So Asim doesn't seem to be the cause of this, if we look at what Cyrus said, which is bizarre. 
it's it is worrying that he tried to stop them. So are they even worse <laughs> yes. than him? Yes. As in the many times we've interacted, he's never been one to stop many things. Does he have a fear of elephants? If he had something like that as a weakness, we'd be in good shape. <laughs> to be fair, we would never see it coming. Uh, you folks haven't come across any bizarre liquid? I came across a bizarre liquid a few minutes ago. T-22 laughs, and the, the old guy laughs as well. I no. I mean, we don't really come across anything new when we're down here. That's no. kind of the, the point. Nothing made it could be silver in color? No, I mean, again, liquid is pretty rare in uh, in the fringe, so we would have known. Uh, but no, we, we haven't seen anything like that. Merrick puts over uh, his hand over his rip pocket where the vial was. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, if I'm, if I think about this, the sooner we go there, the sooner we find out what's happening. The quicker response we can get to Kaya about exactly. defensive preparations. So we should go tonight. Yeah, we need to go tonight. I don't see any other way around it. The sooner we find out what is happening there, the better. The better for Kaya. The better for the Topo. The better for everyone. Out of game, or like you know, out of character. I do only have one resolve point left, which means. I could only restrain once, only reboot once, or only not die once. <laughs> but that's fine. Oh, yeah. I just want it. I only have be... two left, too, but it's, I think it's just too important yeah, to get this do done now. Despite we might run into conflict, that is, an, that is not our aim here. We go in, we recon, we find out what the hell is going on, and we make a decision from there. We're not noble enough to be afraid of retreat. This isn't about retreat right now. We'll do what we have to do. I agree. All right. Well, then I will. I will. Uh, I'll send someone around to fix you up, and uh, we'll get you as close to to fighting shape as we can get you. Uh, and I will. I'll come get you when we're close. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Two twenty two. Um. Would either of you boys like a drink? I'm good. What's uh? What's the like number and uh, letter on the person beside me? M six. I say, my good friend M six. They definitely have something good. Uh, and you see them take like a big look at me swig of the thing, like way too long of a drink for what that is <laughs> as like a I'm stronger than you kind of move. <laughs> Cody loves it. T-22 uh, gets up and presumably goes to inform whoever's driving this thing where they're going. And sure enough, people do come by to to take care of you, to your wounds. They give you more of those injections that they gave Durin. Um, so I will let you guys... Uh, you know what? You guys heal. Damn, I've rolled really well on these. Uh, 16 points. So if anyone's sure, down I'm, HP... I'm already full. Do they have a to-go container? They don't. <laughs> Same. Uh, so yes, your, your stamina's back and they healed you for uh, that amount. And... T-22 comes and finds you after a little bit. It's not that long. And they say, you guys uh, you guys want to see something cool? Well, yeah. Always. Sure. Um, they lead you towards the back of the, the, the mobile bunker. And they bring you to where you fought the Watcher. They reach up and pull down a little button that's on a wire. And they press it. And the back sort of opens up like a shutter. And you see this glowing green uh, substance. And you kind of saw it when you first entered the fringe, the glowing green stuff deep in the chasm. And T-22 looks at you and he says, Do you know what this is? Uh, no, please enlighten us. This is a dead apocalypse. Uh, 
pardon? There grips his, like, pulls out his solar weapon and grips it real tight. Whoa, that's really cool. Do you know about the whole living apocalypse thing that ravaged our planet? Kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, loosely. My weapon is, has a gem of the apocalypse, a shard, uh, within it. Yeah, I mean, so this is this is kind of where that kind of stuff comes from. It's uh, when it was defeated or banished or whatever, it kind of septs or seeped into the ground, and that's why the fringe is as, as fucked as it is, is because the radiation of the dead apocalypse uh, is just permeating through. And and uh, just look, and they point out, and you see one of those roots that you have been seeing. And it seems to be kind of absorbing. There's like a, a, a green tendril going up into the root and sort of dissipating. It's our theory that the tree is acting as some sort of anti-radiation. And the closer you are to it, the less the apocalypse was able to affect. And the further you go, the more it does affect, which is why the fringe is, is barren of life. That's really cool, but it's not harmful now. I mean, oh yeah, no, it's it's super radiated. Like it's it's real bad news, and you're lucky this thing is pretty much made of lead, so we're we're safe. But uh, you definitely don't want to go anywhere near this stuff. Um, I thought the nobles wouldn't be digging this up, would they? I don't know. I mean, I I hey, let me tell you, I hope not. What would that mean? Maybe they could spray it out the elephant's trunk. Oh my god. <laughs> Cody, that's brilliant. Some kind of... I'm so sorry, Dave. Like I, I'm weed. sorry we did this to you. Some kind of weed killer, almost. Take out the forest. I, I hope the episode has an elephant name somewhere. It's <laughs> clever. Episode 10, The Elephant in the Room. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, I don't name good. the episodes, boys. I don't name the episodes. Well, but now you do. <laughs> <laughs> this one you do t22 just looks and just says i mean i i thought it was cool so i figured you might want to know but now i am uh i am substantially concerned well now we know what we could be looking for and we appreciate that thank you t22 for sharing your knowledge whatever they're doing we're we're gonna stop it for you guys and and for our friends back in kaya well it's uh let's hope so and uh some more time passes and you feel the bunker rock to a halt and uh t22 comes and gets you and says well this is the end of the line for you guys we are about a hundred feet away from the the uh the stronghold so there's another hatch that you can go up to the surface uh but we we aren't getting any closer than this uh thank you we really appreciate it uh t22 is a a wonderful experience to spend it with your people. Tell uh, tell M6 that I'll be back to drink with them someday. They're my second drinking buddy. I will. Uh, I'll let you know. Thank you for everything you've done for us. Hey, if you remember, this was a uh, this was a deal. So uh, consider your contract closed. Um, and they extend uh, a handout to you guys. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I yeah. shake their hand. I'll shake, I'll shake their hand. Yeah, everyone, give me a will. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just apocalypse wearing a suit before they run out. What's our exit plan? Are you asking? Because right now we, I'm asking out of game all of us. Because uh, it's funny. Because partially I was going to ask if we could maybe fix up the bike while we were there, and I completely no. forgot to do that. We'll just go on foot. <laughs> I prefer going on foot. Well, it's probably safer with Darren around. <laughs> ah, good one. 
<laughs> Good one. All right, let's get out of here. Let's go. I love you, Darren. I love you too, um, Cody. I, I'm. Could we ask? Well, I'm going to ask T22. Any any thoughts on how we should get back? I assume you won't be sticking around. Oh, absolutely not. No, um, our agreement was to get you to the stronghold. I sorry, guys, we're we're not hacking around here. No, okay. no. Stay safe. We'll find a way back. Maybe steal an elephant. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they lead you to up the back of the way you came through like this, that small little hatch and you get to another one of those makeshift, uh, tunnels that brings you up to the surface of the fringe. Once again, I'm losing. I, that, and yeah, you guys, uh, you guys get out onto the fringe and, um, you guys want to go at nighttime, right? It's still night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Um, so you exit out of this hatch out to the surface of the fringe and a hundred feet away from you stands this behemoth of a fortress constructed mostly of scrap metal and twisted and weathered wood this makeshift castle casts an imposing silhouette against the the night sky there are spiked parapets cresting along the top of the walls and then there is a 10 foot wide moat that is completely empty that circles around the perimeter um, from within the castle, you can hear the sounds of grinding metal and hammered metal, and they're mixed in with a chorus of power tools that every now and then, like, screeched to life. What would you like to do? Viewfinder. Mm-hmm. Scope it out. Yeah. Break out the old telescope. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, give me a perception check, and I'm going to give you a plus five on this check because you're using something that amplifies your vision. Cool. Um, okay. Duren, do you want to do it? Since you probably are better at checking things out than I am. Maybe. What's your perception? Uh, it's not great. Neither is mine. All right, then let's just do it. I got it. Okay, my, mine is seven, plus seven. That's why I'm asking. Oh, yours is better than mine. Go right ahead. Then I'll do it. I uh, will take a peek through the viewfinder. Um, and I got a 14. I didn't add the plus five yet. So uh, I guess 19. 19 is good. You do a pretty thorough search of the walls and the outside. There seems to be a drawbridge that covers the moat, um, but you don't see anybody on guard right now. There's no one on the walls. There's no one at the gates. There is no one. And all you can hear is is this like metal and construction sound from within. <sighs> Fuck. This doesn't seem right. No, it doesn't. But we have no choice but to proceed forward. Sure. How would you like to, to proceed you're about a hundred feet away, away behind like a uh, like a rock outcropping, so you are currently concealed. But um, there is, I, I know this is uh, a weakness of ours, but there is a <laughs> hundred feet of of open uh, wasteland between you, and there's a ten foot moat between you and the the castle. Okay, um, I don't think we can do this, boys. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back. We have to move forward. I'm going to uh, try to stealth up. It's all like rocky and deserty, right? Uh, cool, I'm going to try to sneak up to the moat stealthily. I'm going to use my side rail influence to channel to add a d6 to my stealth roll. Okay. Let's do it. I will sneak up as well. <laughs> Bye, guys. There'll be a 20 unnatural. Okay. Durin? 28. Okay. And Cody, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to wait till they get into position so I don't foul up their fucking stealth checks. Um, I do have 60 foot dark vision in case that reveals anything useful um again you don't see anybody um as you guys move up there is there is no 
nothing happens no lights come on nothing it is it is still just dark um there's a little bit of you know light pollution from inside the castle but no you don't you don't see or hear anything i guess i'm gonna try stealth over to them uh it's an eight perfect yep yeah you get there you get there undetected um as you guys get closer to the moat there is this horrible smell absolutely terrible Mm. okay I look into the moat. You can tell this has been used as both a dumping ground for bodies and a toilet. Oh, the worst. Oh, that smell would be so bad, especially yeah, in the desert. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. So there are a mix of like bones and rotting corpses. There's a, a fairly large number of new dead bodies mixed in with what is like, you know, however many decades of of bathroom usage. Damn. Um, and everyone give me a perception check, please. Cool. Don't, don't rely on me, boys. That's a nine. <laughs> 13. 21. Rolling Oh, good. thank you. Thank fuck. Merrick. From around the side of the castle, you hear laughing and and shouting. And it seems to be two voices. With the spyglass, can I see it, or is it on the other side of the wall? It's it's around, like, the, the, the bend. Okay. Um, so this moat, how far across is it? Ten feet. It's ten feet wide, yeah. How is, that, is, it, how, how is everyone's jumping? Uh, I'm pretty sure me and you can do it easy. Yeah. Like, with a running start, strong. we just need to roll a ten, right? Yeah, I have double jump distance. Maybe you could carry Durin on your back? Yeah, let's do it. Hop on, Durin. Okay. Uh, as motivation, if we mess this up, that's going to be us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I put my uh, arms three and four behind me into like a little seat, so you're at least a little bit comfier. <laughs> and I, I like, I guess I saddle up on him and like, you know, <laughs> I guess he can use uh, his two of his arms to like piggyback me while his others do whatever they need to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh... All right, let's uh, jump across, athletics. Yep. For you and Cody, please. Well, I didn't roll great, but luckily my my number's high. Yeah. Uh, if it's only 10 feet, I pass and I get a 13. Reverse. I got a 14. Amazing. Um, yeah, you guys are like, you know, you take two steps back and just fucking bounce on over. And you are now sort of like hugging the perimeter wall. Perimeter wall. Uh, there's about like five feet before or between like the wall and the, the boat. Cody kind of whispers to Merrick like, the voices aren't, they're not coming nearer, are they? Well, we're going to have to go close to them and see what's going on. Let's get to the corner and poke our heads around. Darren, do you want to go first? Yeah, I don't think Cody should come with you at all. I'll peek around. I won't. If you if you hear me yell, just... Yeah, I'll, I'll be a little bit behind you. I'll try to stay like 10 feet behind. Cody, you stay where you are mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> but let me, let me go first. And the yeah. moment I see what I need to see, I'll come back and relay the information to you. All right. 25 stealth. Fantastic. That's actually boosted because the noise coming from inside the castle is making making quite a racket. Yeah, you come around the corner and you see that there are two nobles that are on the same side as the moat as you, so like against the castle wall, that are currently uh, peeing into the moat. And you hear one of them being like, you think we'll ever fill it? And the other one's (laughs) like, of course we will. We've been using it for, for how long? We'll fill it eventually, and they uh, just just standing there, just just pissing in this moat, and you suddenly hear cheering 
from inside and the two of them sort of like look at each other and 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 shake themselves off and, and tuck themselves back into their pants and run to the the side of the wall and they peel back a uh like one of the the pieces of scrap metal and they climb inside the castle and they just like left left like completely unguarded at that point what do you mean I thought they was these were the guards, uh, the guards here, and they just kind of left their post to go see, go to the cheering. Yeah, or am I oh, misunderstanding? No, it, it would appear that they were inside. They snuck out through the back through this like this loose panel of scrap metal to to okay. piss, and have gone back in because they hear cheering. I'll scurry back to uh, to American Cody and let him know like we have a way in here, but I don't know what's going to be on the other side. I hear some cheering, but. That means it could be done. We have to go and see what's happening. I know. Yeah. Them cheering is bad news for us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You take the lead, Dern. We'll be behind you. And I'll sneak in through that little, uh, that passage. Uh, sure. Give me a stealth check, please. Um, I got a 21. Um, okay. Okay. You walk in you have dark vision yes uh yes yes i do cool you peel back this um this piece of of metal and you enter into a room that looks like it's been turned into a makeshift prison there are cages filled with people and you have gone unnoticed um a lot of them seem injured they all look exhausted they all look hungry most of them are just kind of like slumped over a few of them are trying to see what's happening out but you have not been noticed but there is probably like well over 100 people in this crammed into this room uh cody merrick what are you doing i'm just gonna try to follow like keeping my distance from where duran's headed but i'm just gonna try to take my time and head in that direction and hopefully if um if no one's around i'll kind of give them a wave to come a little closer uh okay but you guys aren't going into the the room yet no, if we're no I'm going to wait for them stealth, to... I'm going to ruin this whole thing, so... <laughs> Shit, okay. So all the people are just in these cages right now? Yes. How much you want to bet there's an arena going on and that's what the cheering is? Something Seems. like that. Yeah, but how do we get... Like, I know they're slaves, but they still might Well, if you guys are talking, you have to be in the same room, because right now you guys are... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming Durin Cody's in... not in the same room. But Durin and Merrick are whispering to each other. I'm guessing that's how I interpreted it. I thought we were talking are, are out you, of game. I'm just, I'm just saying you can talk, you can talk out of game to to clarify what's happening. But if you want to talk mm-hmm. about what's happening, you either need to be in the same room or let me know what's going on. Yeah, we'll advance to be in the same room to be in like the entrance to this cage room. Okay, then I need everyone going in to give me a stealth check. All right, I guess I'll roll stealth then as well. Oh, nat fucking 20. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, I rolled a 14. Um, Cody, you go in first and you feel the, the panel slipping for a second. And just with like lightning fast reflexes, you catch it and sort of lock it into place so that it won't come loose again. And you go in completely undetected. Merrick, you are peeling back the panel and despite Cody putting it into place it's slightly to the left now and you've like overcorrected and bump into a a rattling piece on the right and some of the people in cages look over to you and now see you 
a soft murmuring goes over the crowd as they're just like, who's that? Who's, who are they? They're going to get us killed. I hold up a finger to like shush them. I'm going to roll like diplomatically. I'm going to like enter the room, with my hands up and I'm going to sort of, does uh, anyone specifically look important or like an adult? I'm just going to find the closest adult. It is it is a mixed bag of race and gender and age. It is a like a complete mishmash of people, and there doesn't seem to be any sort of like le- like these people are yeah. like packed in like they are they are like pretty much like shoulder to shoulder in these in these cages. Hello, uh, we don't we don't mean you a- any harm. Shh. All right. <laughs> um you see like there's there's a, a woman with like this this tangled hair and she's like you have to be quiet i don't know what you're doing here but if you've got to go you are going to get us killed and you can see that she has her arm uh around a a small child's mouth or like a hand covering the the child's mouth oh fuck then we'll keep moving unless you want to tell us what's happening here but we'll be on our way um you fuck. Oh. Yeah, you can give me a diplomacy check if you'd like. Oh uh, yeah, I would love to. Oh no! Oh. Are you okay, you Terry? Oh, yeah. I'm having a crisis over here. Okay, that's a twenty-five. She waves you over. Look, I know that this is risky for all of us right now, but all we're trying to do is figure out what's going on. We're not here to cause a harm. We could be in and out if we just know what we're looking for. It's, it's in the courtyard. But you cannot drive attention to us. We are just scraping by. And if they think that we're helping you, we're all dead. So please, whatever you're doing, keep us out of it. But what you're looking for is through that door. And she gestures to the door at the other end of the room. Thank you for taking this risk. Uh, Dane? Yes. With a 13, or sorry, with a 11, do I see... Is it like a complex cage or is there like a way to get people free if we wanted to? Like a lock or anything? There doesn't look like there is a door to these cages. Duran, give me an engineering check or a perception check. Okay. Actually, no, it would be, uh, give me an engineering, engineering check. Anyone. I rolled engineering. Uh, so it's a it's a 24. Okay. Cody, what, you were going to say something? I just want to percept the cages to see if I can see the wedding band Andres. Sure. I will say that this will be a very, very difficult check because like I said, they mm. are shoulder to yeah. shoulder and... It, it's that's yeah fair. so I you could try it perception anyway uh, that's a 22 perception um, you don't you don't see you don't see a ring now um okay. during what'd you say uh 24 on my engineering um these look like they were built around them oh that's so fucked up all right let's keep moving that's so fucked mm-hmm. <laughs> there's nothing we can do now we'll just we'll report it when we get back cody's like pale and his fists are clenched because walking by these people even if it's only temporarily is fucking killing him inside i yeah i feel you i durin feels like he he has very little opportunities in his life to like to save people and he felt like this was going to be one of them i guess and i don't i don't think we can help them right now and that that's awful 
we just have to keep moving forward. Um, yeah, so there is a there's a door at the end of the, the room that is slightly ajar, and on the other side of it, you can hear a fairly large crowd cheering and screaming. All right, I guess uh, we slowly open it until we can get a vision as to what they're cheering about. So despite the fact that you entered the castle on the ground floor, you are now looking down into a courtyard from a narrow walkway that runs along the entire exterior wall. There are doors that seem to be leading into chambers similar to what you're in right now along this walkway, but it seems like the majority of the castle is in the the area below you. And then in this courtroom, there's a or, or courtyard, there's this massive group of people that have surrounded this thing in the center of of the courtyard uh, that has scaffolding all around it and it's covered with these patchwork uh tarps and and throw blankets and stuff it just seems to be covered by whatever they could get that was big enough to cover it and they're all you know screaming and chanting and throwing things and like freaking out and there is you see um one person that seems to stand out is there is this huge man wearing this segmented armor that's like, you know, twice probably the size of him. And it is splashed with yellow paint. And he is standing on a platform above the scaffolding. Would you like to do anything? Just observe, I think, for now. So when you say he's in armor twice the size of him, are you saying he's in like a mech suit? Not quite. It just seems like the armor is, like the armor is bigger than a man his size needs. Okay, but he's no, he's not in like a like a power like armor almost or something, right? Similar to that, yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes. Give me uh, perception checks as you look down into this this courtyard. Oh no! <laughs> well, eleven. It's gonna be sad. Like I'm not looking forward to whatever we're about to find. It's not gonna be good. Whatever it is, I hate it already. Well, I rolled a twenty-four, so hopefully yeah. we find it. Oh, same twenty-four. Oh my god best friends we're gonna get scarred together uh cool with the 24s you see that a lot of the nobles that are uh on the outskirts of the uh the group have freshly carved crowns into their back and uh they don't seem hesitant they're still very much a part of the like the the cheering and the 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 crowds um but but they seem to be newer additions to the group okay okay where are they getting more people? That's a good question. I think they were saying that they were slowly taking over like the villages and shit and that only the Topo are holding out, right? Correct. Yeah. Cyrus told you that they were go- rolling in and being like, either join our army or they were being sent to the, the labor camps uh, mm-hmm. or like the work camp. And there also seems to be like a- another group of people that they've just put in cages. Is there anything you guys want to do or reposition or do anything? Or are you good sort of at the edge of this? This center thing, this thing that's covered, if we move around up here, is there a way to get a better angle on it, or we sort of just have to wait for them to reveal it? Yeah, I, it doesn't look, it seems to be like pretty much 360 covered, so it, it would be difficult to to get a like a, an angle on it. Is there a place we could go to that would be any better? Like right now, I don't see any risk or like any need to move. Yeah, I think we just stay here for now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like it is, it is a circular courtyard, so sort of like every... Everywhere you go would be sort of the the same distance away from it. Um, But right now, most of the crowd has their back to you. So this is a a decent spot to be. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we'll stay here. Then as you guys are watching, the 
large man on the scaffolding slams his hands together with a, a thunderous echo. And he shouts out, All right, get the peasants back to the dungeon. And you see from under the tarp some of the nobles escorting people away from whatever's under it to a staircase that seems to go uh, deeper into the castle. And there was a handful of probably like 20 people that they were they were escorting out. Okay. Once these uh, these people have been sort of like brought down to these stairs, the scaffold begins getting pushed away as well. And the only thing that remains now is this long or this tall sort of uh, like tower that this big knight is standing on. And from the side, some more nobles come and grab the tarps and they pull off uh, the sheets, revealing this large orange cylinder metallic vessel um it doesn't look fancy it doesn't look cool it is just this large orange like cylinder and the front of it has this curved hatch that slides down and the crowd goes fucking crazy and out onto a walkway from this this vessel and this door walks out a young man in this polished armor and this thick purple cloak and a crown of twisted metal. And he holds out his arms and everyone that's in this crowd drops to one knee. The guy in the yellow armor jumps off the thing and slowly descends to his side um, with these like jet boosts that sort of like control his descent. And the young man looks out and he says... My loyal subjects, the day that we have fought so hard and so long for is finally upon us. Our time of toiling has nigh reached its end. Together, we will end the tyranny of those that dwell within the shade of the cursed woods. And with flame and steel, we shall fell that which continues to poison our great kingdom. So join me, loyal subjects, upon our great chariot of freedom. And a bridge extends out and down into the crowd from the vessel, and the nobles begin pouring into it. And the knight in the yellow armor takes a step in front of the king and sort of like makes a a barrier between the unwashed masses and, and royalty. And they all are just like filing in like lemmings as this courtyard begins to clear. Is there anything you guys would like to do? Uh, I look at the bomb in uh, Duren's pouch. I look at the (sighs) cylinder. Like, is it like a, does it have wheels or is it just like a fucking, like a giant gas tank kind of thing? So it is, it is a, almost perfectly cylinder tube, I guess, that is quite large. Um, It has kind of a rounded domed top and it's currently sitting on these like four legs and and it seems to be connected to the ground. Okay. Okay. Like, is it on its side or is it pointed up? Um, The cylinder is going like upwards. Ah, so it's kind of like a dinky rocket? Yes, yeah, if you want to, yes, it, it like it doesn't look like a rocket, but if you need like that visual, yes, mm-hmm. it is okay, yeah. it is similar to to that. Um, and it's standing on these like it is being sort of suspended up with these uh, with these uh, four four like legs and it's and it seems to be connected to the ground. I'm so confused. They're coming. 
Yeah, I don't. I I don't know what we're looking at. Let's just go back and be like, it's good. They're I don't know. They built a fucking circle. <laughs> it's the worst big I've ever seen. It's worse than we thought. As the the final nobles uh, pour into this this vessel, the king begins his uh, his entrance back into it. As these uh, the two nobles that escorted the the captives downstairs are running to catch up, and uh, they're making their way up the oh, sorry there's three of them the, the three nobles that were escorting the the prisoners back down into the dungeon uh begin running back up to to catch up the the ramp and as the king is about to go in he stops and he cocks his head and he turns around and it seems oh, like someone is talking to him or whispering in his ear and he looks out into the courtyard and he says at least have the nerve to show yourselves cowards Oh, no, no. And he looks out and do you guys do anything? No, I I put a hand on them and just stop our party from even making a movement in case he's not talking about us. Yeah, okay, that's fair. We hesitate. Cody's staring at the bomb that we have. And he continues looking out. He says, very well, peasants, you will die for your treasonous infiltration of my kingdom destroy them as he walks into the vessel and the three remaining nobles walk back down into the courtyard and the painted knight jumps off and descends slowly he extends his arms out and two massive buzzsaws extend out from under his arms and into his hands and he says we'll find you one way or another (laughs) 